Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of The Jesse Kelly Show here on a Thursday. The week is almost over. We're so close. You can smell it. That means Ask Dr. Jesse Friday is tomorrow, by the way. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Get your questions emailed in. Right now, we have a huge hour. We're going to talk about Mark Milley says he's been threatened. We have a bunch of emails. The cops missed out on this one. Veteran got kicked out for illegals. All kinds of stuff coming this hour. Also, Chris, I think I want a yo-yo for the studio. Like a yo-yo. No, we started yo-yoing when I was a kid. This is a chord, Chris. This is a chord. Um, When I was in the fifth grade, all of my friends around me started yo-yoing. So I succumbed to the peer pressure, and I got a yo-yo. And I started yo-yoing. And I don't want to act like I was some professional yo-yo player. 
but do you call it a player practitioner whatever it is anyway i could yo-yo okay i could even do the thing where you throw the yo-yo out in front of you instead of just down and then bring it back uh there was even a thing we did with the string where you were i remember i could do it anyway i just picked up this cord here and i was twirling it because i have nervous a lot of nervous energy today i don't know why even though i'm not nervous about anything i decided i want a yo-yo for on for when we do the show what chris why can't you get me a yo-yo what do you mean, where am I going to fling it? I don't know yet. Wherever I want, Chris. All right, back to the story. Why are the majority of Americans... There's a, there's a story out today, totally different than all this debate stuff and whatnot. But there's a story out, it's actually not from today. It's, uh, it's been on my mind, though, about Americans, two-thirds of them about, they don't like the Electoral College anymore. They want America to be more of a popular vote country. Now, let's... Pause just for a moment. Stuff you already know, but let's cover this because you know you have at least one or two people who don't know. America is not a democracy. And not only is it not a democracy, the founders were dead set against it being a democracy. In fact, they vocalized it many times. Thomas, uh, not Thomas Jefferson, uh, Benjamin Franklin is famous for his saying that democracy is two wolves in a sheep voting for what to have for dinner. Now, why? Why do they hate democracy so much? Remember, the founders of this country hated democracy. They did not want a democracy. Why did they hate it? Because in a democracy, the majority rules. The minority is utterly destroyed, has no protections whatsoever. In a democracy, if you're in the minority, you are wiped out and destroyed. That's how it always works in a democracy. Now, Let's go to Democrats in this country. Democrats and Republicans have for decades flooded this country with illegal immigrants and refugees from other nations by the tens of thousands, tens of thousands, illegal after illegal. There's 20, 30 million here. Who knows how many? And then something began to happen. Democrats started to win the popular vote but they started to lose national elections while they did it. Now, if you dig into that at all, it's not hard to figure out why. Why do Democrats win the popular vote virtually every time now, yet lose in the, well, hopefully they lose, but lose the presidential election itself? Because of California. They they filled California up with all these people, many of them illegals, And then California screws up the balance of popularity versus unpopularity. Okay, so that's the background of all of it. You you got all that. You got all that. We are not a democracy. And not only are we not one, we were never supposed to be one. We were very much supposed to not be one. We are a representative republic. In a representative republic, the minority cannot be utterly destroyed by the majority. That's why each and every state has two senators. Wyoming only has like half a million people. New York City has half a million people in like a block. And yet New York has two senators and Wyoming has two senators. So the minority cannot be trampled. Now that brings me to this article. So why then, why would the majority of Americans be against that whole electoral college representative republic thing and want a democracy? Well, Because propaganda works. Fail. It might be the end of American democracy. I think we're one election away from the end of American democracy. If they take over in 2022, 
That is the end of democracy, and we're going to have authoritarianism. I hope that we can flip this and save democracy. If we can't, I got to, you know, I got to believe that fascism will take over in America, and that will be the death of democracy. The potential death of democracy. The death of democracy. The death of democracy. The death of democracy as we know it. This protest now is not simply about the death of George Floyd. It's about the death of American democracy, decency, and humanity. I'm sad to say that it also can lead to the, uh, the diminishment of democracy if not its death. It almost feels like we are witnessing the, the death of democracy here. The death of democracy line stood out to me, Jonathan, because I think that's just factually correct. Kind of the end of democracy. At least the uh, end of democracy. Pause it real quick, Chris. Chris told me to step in whenever because there's still a minute to go. I'm not going to step in. I'm making a point in the length of the clip is helping me make my point, Chris. Gosh, why do you have to do this all the time? Because I think that's just factually correct. Kind of the end of democracy. At least the end of our democracy. The you know return what, Chris, stop of Donald it. I decided I changed my mind. You ruined it, and now I changed my mind. Now we are stopping it. Back to what we were talking about. Democracy, 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 over and over and over and over and over again. Look, that was look, Chris pulled a two-minute clip. Chris and Michael could have pulled three hours worth of various people in the media and politicians saying democracy, 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 democracy. It's our democracy. What about our democracy? We're a democracy, democracy. What's the lesson in all this? The lesson is propaganda is effective and language matters. And like I've said over and over and over again, and maybe one day the low TGOP will wake up and realize I'm correct. Language leads to mindset. Mindset leads to action and results. Your language, it will set you on the right path. Communists have understood this for ages. And so what do they do? They get together and they prove the sky is green theory. Remember that? We haven't done that in ages. Let's do that really quickly because that's what you're seeing here. And that's why we're talking about this. Not because of this article, because you see it all around you once you see it. What is my sky is green theory? My sky is green, green theory is we are such a broken, demoralized nation now as a whole that I could make, anyone can make, at least half this population believe the sky is green, even though they can look with their own eyes right now and see that it is blue. But if I were to take over every media station as the system has, and I had on expert after expert after expert every single night. The science is settled. We just found out it's green. Your eyes are deceiving you. There's a, there's a complication with the H2O. It's actually green. I had politician after politician talk about the green sky. I had Hollywood making movies with green skies in it. Your favorite professional athlete is on Instagram. Whoa, I'm drinking my Gatorade in front of this green sky. Crazy stuff. Going to score a touchdown tomorrow. Over and over and over and over and over again. Your, your child was taught about it in schools. Over and over and over again, you would get to a point where at least half this nation, Chris, pull up that Yuri Bezmenov stuff about, uh, about demoralized people. Um, you will eventually get to a place where at least, it's more than half, but at least half of this nation will believe something is true Something they can look up and see with their own eyes. Your eyes are telling you it's blue. Your eyes, you're looking at it. And yet half this population would believe it's green. That's why two-thirds of Americans, they love the popular vote. And they hate the electoral college. Because communists understood a long time ago they're dealing with an extremely demoralized society. Which they did on purpose. Ideological subversion is, is the slow process 
which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, активные мероприятия in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Uh, for the last 25 years, actually it's overfulfilled because uh, demoralization now reaches such... That was in 1984. I'm not going to play the rest of it right now. A broken, demoralized society will believe lies if they're repeated over and over and over again. Why are we in a country now surrounded by countrymen who believe in the popular vote? A broken, demoralized society combined with an organized, sustained propaganda language campaign from the communists. And here we are. There's a lesson in that for us. It's also a lesson for you. A lesson about making preparations. You see, the chances we're going to be able to turn this thing around without something bad happening in the economy, it's not I think good. it's reasonable to say that, and this isn't going to be very brave, but it's true and true things are important. We are going to have a recession. Do you have your emergency three-month food kit yet? Because what's coming for us economically, I don't know if it's going to get to the point where you're going to need an emergency three-month food kit, but it might. My Patriot Supply has them prepped already and ready to go. They will ship it to your home fast. They ship it free and they ship it anonymously. But every person who lives in your home needs three months worth of non-perishable food. Go to preparewithjessikelly.com and get one today. Preparewithjessikelly.com. All right? We'll be back. You're listening to the Oracle. You're going to love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Old former chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Mark Milley. He's got his communist tactics down pat. You see, Trump went on social media and called him a woke train wreck, which of course he is. Milley responds and says he will take appropriate measures to ensure his safety. Of course, he's criticized for something, criticized for something he did. And like every other good communist, they do it every single time. They cite threats to their safety. And I'm be I feel unsafe. I better, I better, I better ramp up my bodyguard. They do this. This is a tactic. They've been using it for a very long time. They're probably not going to change. One more thing about what happened last night. I brought this up earlier. The Tim Scott debate answer bragging about 
how diverse his staff. If you lead by example, it's the best way to get the job done. If you look at my office in the Senate, my chief of staff is the only Hispanic female chief of staff in the Senate. I hired her because she was the best, highest qualified person we have. Yeah, thanks for bragging about how many minorities you have. I have a headline today from Bloomberg. Corporate America promised to hire a lot more people of color. It actually did it. And I'm not going to break down this very, very long Bloomberg article here. But you should know that these gigantic corporations, Amazon and Pepsi and Microsoft and all these things, they swore that Whitey was out. And they followed through and they delivered. We have all these gigantic companies, all these new jobs. About 6% went to white people in a country that's about 50% white. Now, I don't care what color you are, race, religion, whatever. You should know that that's evil and that's wrong. And I'm not going to do this. Imagine if the rules were reversed thing. That's systemic racism. And that's evil and it's wrong. And I'll say something else. And you know what? You can go ahead and email and complain to corporate. I don't give a crap. What's currently happening in corporate America to white people is quickly approaching how evil the segregation era of this country was. You look at a black person and he's told that he can't even drink at a water fountain. It's easy for you to look at that and me to look at that and say, that's evil and that's wrong. That guy should be able to drink anywhere. And yet you'll look at Microsoft telling Whitey not to bother applying. Sorry, only black people today. And you'll look at it and you shrug your shoulders and let it go. I do not shrug my shoulders and let it go. They're all evil and they're all wrong. And again, I'm not one of these people who stresses out about racism either. Because I don't believe racism is the biggest evil we can face. It's the worst thing you can be. It's not great. You don't want to be one. But for some reason, we've made it the only sin in this world. I don't even care. Look, if... If I had a friend who was racist, we probably wouldn't be friends long, but I would call the cops. I don't care. But once it gets to be systemic, once your people, whatever they are, religion, skin color, whatever they are, once society is built to ensure they cannot get a fair shake, that is evil. You look back at what we used to do to black people in this country. They can't eat. They can't drink. They can't go to school here. And every American, Republican, Democrat, and Independent, Every single one of them to a man looks at that and says, that's freaking wrong and that's freaking evil. And yet we look at this stuff laid out in front of us. It's a bragging article in Bloomberg. It's not an article complaining about the open racism taking place in in corporate America. This is an article bragging that qualified white people did not get the job because they were singled out for the color of their skin. That is just as evil as any other systemic racism that takes place anywhere. And it's disgusting that the Republican Party takes part in this, and they do it all the freaking time. All the freaking time. I hate it. It drives me nuts. Oh, we got a Republican primary debate. Oh, I'm so excited. Hey, 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 where's Lupe from Univision? Mental health concerns are not unique to the United States, but gun. Yeah, I don't care. You mentioned once you walked in the March of Dimes. It made me wonder, was your wife aware of this? (laughs) Just how many dimes were at this march? And it sounds like a great cause. Where do I sign up? If I said March of Dimes, I misspoke. I meant March of Life. 
It was a march of life in Tucson, not a march of dimes. March of dimes is more of a, a, I believe it's like a prenatal care, like cancer type thing. If I remember right, that's more of a march of dimes thing. So how many dimes are at the march of dimes? I don't know, but now I'm curious. I mean, are there a bunch of dimes there? Are there more dimes in the March of Dimes than at the March of Life? Now, hold on. Let's think about this. Let's think about what kind of movement we have here. The pro-life movement in general, look, I've been to these pro-life events, March of Life and stuff like that. You got a bunch of these dime housewives out there who don't want to murder their babies and love their husbands. But March of Dimes... No, I don't think. I think pro-lifers would probably have them for hotness, for basic hotness. I don't know. Like I don't know. These are the questions we have to tackle on this show. We also have to tackle the question of where we're going from here economically. I heard something about Costco, actually, of all things, that maybe perk my ears up, and we'll talk about that and being sold out. And Ken Buck sucks, and Mantis X is the best, and you should go get a Mantis X system right now so you can be fast and deadly with your weapon. You know how much fun it is to practice drawing from a holster? Like, I'm just going to say, just me personally, I've always loved all that Old West stuff. You know, the high noon showdown. And I'll be honest, when I'm practicing with my Mantis X at home, when I'm doing drills where I'm pulling from my holster, because you eventually will do those as well, I kind of think I'm pretty fast. I think maybe I'm really fast. What, Chris? I feel like Mantis X is making me deadlier, but the speed was already there. I don't know. Look, should I star in the next Hollywood film that's an old Western? I'm not saying I should. I'm not saying I shouldn't, but I'm saying my Mantis X will be coming along with me to help me train. Are you fast and deadly? Are you training with your weapon in the comfort of your home? Mantis X attaches to your weapon and you train in the comfort of your home. Will you be as fast as me? No, of course not, but you can still protect yourself and your family. Go to mantisx.com and get one today. Mantisx.com. We'll be back. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. Remember, tomorrow's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, and you need to email in your questions right now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Now, let's have a talk. I'm a little upset. It's tomorrow. See, it's homecoming week for my kid's school. And I'll, I'll get to the Costco thing and some emails. And this veteran got kicked out of a nursing home in a moment. But see, my kid, he's running cross country right now. And I love that he's running cross country. It's awesome. It's awesome. These runners are awesome. I could never do something like that. But I feel like all the other schools we go to when he has these away meets, they all have a superior concession stand experience. And that brings me to my son's school. And when I say superior, I want to make sure I'm explaining myself properly here. We went to one last week and you could purchase Little Caesars pizza slices at the high school concession stand. You could purchase popcorn, just the bag popcorn. They pop it for you fresh, but they pop the popcorn for you right there. Hot dogs, slushies, ice creams, chips, the works. Our concession stand, chips. And some water and like bottled soda. And they're sold out of most chips at some variety pack. But here's the, here's the problem we're having in the Kelly household. You know that I'm the menu whisperer, right? 
Everyone knows that I know more about ordering food and eating food than really anyone else who's ever lived. I have said, I've announced my intention in my home to approach the school and address the problem. Address the pro- Now, I'm not, I'm not saying complain. That's not what I'm saying. I am offering to come up with a new menu, a workable solution. for. Why are you shaking your head, Chris? What is wrong? What, what, Michael? What? Well, Michael said donate a building. Okay, I don't have... A, no, I don't have a building. We have a building. I don't need to donate a building. The building's there, but it, I could do four or five Little Caesars pizzas. They're five bucks a piece. We can't have a slice of pizza at the homecoming thing. I... And the wife thinks that's rude. I don't think it's rude to approach somebody to help them out. She says, well, they're gonna, you're insulting them. It, it does, it's not important to eat. It's high school sporting events. All children's sporting events should place a higher priority on food. All of them should. We're moving on. I'm sorry. I said to get that off my chest. I'm really bitter about the weekend I have to have. There's not going to be any Little Caesars or anything else. You know what I'm happy about? Apparently... Apparently, gold is selling so fast now that people are buying it up everywhere and the value going up. I'm happy about this because people need to protect themselves because these monsters who run the world really are going to destroy the dollar. They've already announced all this digital dollar stuff. They're already starting to experiment with it. Have you called Oxford yet? Do you have gold or silver in, in, your, in your inbox delivered to your front door? They'll deliver gold coins or silver coins to your front door. They'll put it in your IRA, your 401k. That's fairly important. Call Oxford Gold, please. 833-995-GOLD. Let them take care of it. They handle all of it. They handle it laid back. I love working with them. Family, friends, I send them all to Oxford. It's the only place I go. 833-995-GOLD, Oxford Gold Group. Let's go back to just a little bit more from last night. None of you have indicated that you're dropping out. So, which one of you on stage tonight should be voted off the island? Please use your marker to write your choice on the notepad in front of you. 15 (laughs) seconds starting now. Of the people on the stage, who should be... I'm absolutely serious. With all due respect, I mean, we're here. Like, you know, we're happy to debate, but I think that that's disrespectful to my fellow... That was Dana Perino of Fox News. This was Dana Perino last week at a Clinton event. Of our organization with somebody that you are here to see, the amazing... Secretary Hillary Clinton. Here she is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't play this one earlier. And I, I, I debated whether or not playing it because they just shout at each other and you can't understand anything. But Tim Scott and Nikki Haley are in that part in the presidential campaign where it's very obviously over. It's not going to work. And now they're kind of getting snippy with each other. Part of the reason they're getting snippy with each other. Why would Tim Scott be getting snippy with Nikki Haley? Well, remember the early primary states. It's not a national primary election. It's Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina. The candidates are already doing campaign events in South Carolina. Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, both polling very well in South Carolina because they're both politicians who've been elected statewide in South Carolina. It's going to be a source of pride Who can manage to come in ahead of the other there? The second I heard these two, uh, 
arguing with each other, screaming about curtains last night. I figured, one, we've officially gotten to the point where we don't need to really do this anymore. And two, man, talk about embarrassing yourself to finish first in South Carolina. Did you send them back? It's the State Department. Did you send them, back? You send them back? You're the one that works in Congress. Oh, my gosh. You get it You done. hung them on your, your, your curtains. I, they your were curtains. there before I even showed up at the residence. You here's, are scrapping. Here's a, here's you a, are scrapping. So that went well. And even that went better than when Nikki Haley got in an argument with Vivek, the, the, whatever, Vivek Ramad's snake oil about TikTok. This was uh, pretty, I don't know whose side I'm on here. I just dislike them both. Person on this. this is infuriating because TikTok <laughs> is one of the most dangerous social media apps yes, that is. we could have. And what you've got, I honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say <laughs> because I can't believe you know, they hear that you've got a TikTok situation. What they're doing is these 150 million people are on TikTok. That means they can get your contacts, they can get your financial information, they can get your email. Yeah, I'm already bored. They go on to scream at each other. If I have to give Vivek Rama Snake Oil some credit for something, though, if there's one thing I admire, it's vicious passive aggressiveness. I'm not very good at this myself because I'm so forward and rude, so I'm just aggressive-aggressive. But passive aggressiveness, it's one of those things that I admire. And Vivek really pulled out a line. He pulled it out twice last night that I thought was so vicious and probably made the other candidates extremely angry. You remember at the first debate, he went way over the top obnoxious. That's why his negatives went through the roof. All these people are bought and sold. They're all paid off. He went with a different tactic, and it's way more mean. Here's what he said. He said this multiple times last night. Nikki Haley said what you were saying was making her dumber. <laughs> that was the first time I've heard that, actually. Yo, what do you say to that? I don't take personal offense to it, to be honest with you. These are good people trapped in a bad and poisonous political system. <laughs> did you hear what he did there? That's so brutal. Look, it's not their fault. They're all wrong and corrupt and horrible people. I don't want you to blame them for being the Antichrist. It's not their fault. It's just a bad system that created all these morons. I personally, I feel bad for them, and I don't hold anything against these idiots at all. <laughs> That's good passive aggressiveness right there. Dear Oracle, recently, Rear Admiral Buttgig was in my home state of Nebraska. He was giving millions to the railroads, so on and so forth. So forth. I, uh, he was talking about how he served in the armed forces. I did a little research for you that you will most likely take credit for, and he served in the Navy Reserves for six years. What say you? Chris, did you know Pete Buttigieg was in the Navy Reserves for six years? He was. He was, the rear admiral. Well, where else would the rear admiral serve? It's the what? That is the military branch that's tailor-made for rear admiral Pete. It's just Pete, a bunch of seamen, and he's in heaven. But he served as an intelligence officer. For, I forget, I'm doing this off the top of my head. I want to say eight years, eight or nine years, Pete served with the other seamen as a re intelligence officer in the United States Navy. And I, for one, can't think of a better place for him. Look, you remember that. How many times have we played for you that skit, that comedy skit uh, from the whitest kids you know? I'm Clint Webb. I'm not going to play it for you again. Maybe we'll play it tomorrow as like a Friday treat or something like that. But remember on part of it, He's, get, he's making fun of politicians. It's a parody of politicians. And on part of it, he comes out and says, 
I enlisted in the military in, in, for the minimal amount of time in a position that would never see combat. Why? Because it would help me be your senator. Well, that's all you see from most of these people. That's why most of these people, they're not out there ground pounding. They're not there out there in the grunts. Most of these people find some jerkwater admin job they serve in for two years. Then they punch out and hit the campaign trail, always with uniforms on. Look at me, God and country, bunch of friggin' liars. All right, headlines I didn't get to. Next. Get the cure for rhinos. Weekdays with the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. 18 House Republicans voted against Chip Roy's amendment. He had an amendment out there on all this appropriation stuff to try to stop the uh, drag shows at the Department of Defense. 18 Republicans voted against it. Ken Buck, number one on the list. Mr. Compromised himself, Ken Buck. Colorado, let's dig in. I'm with you. Let's dig in. It's time to go rhino hunting. Let's take Ken Buck out in a primary, huh? Let's do it. 95-year-old veteran kicked out of a nursing home to make way for migrant housing, lawmakers say. 95-year-old man was given less than a two-month notice. He's being kicked out of his home for illegals. It's pretty apparent what the people of this country think about this country. It's pretty apparent which country they think about a lot more than they think about ours. It's obviously Ukraine. I mean, every, both parties are out there. Mitch McConnell again yesterday. It's the most important thing in the world, which is interesting, too, because remember, all those accusations of corruption and the money isn't going where it should and whatnot. I thought this little back and forth was actually fairly interesting. If the languages sound a little odd, it's because it's Vladimir Zelensky trying to speak English. And he's asked, credit to CNN, a very pointed question. Okay, you just fired your defense minister. There's like a billion dollars missing. People have an issue with this. Listen to his answer. Back at home, you are fighting corruption. You fired the defense minister. This is something, as you know, people in the West worry a lot about. There's a lot of money going to Ukraine. Do you think you have been able to stop this? Uh, and put in place a system that will stop it? First of all, we have to understand that uh, justice for today for people is very sensitive. And it's because of the war, because our fighting for these values, it means how it will be after the war and after the victory. Here, we don't want to have any compromises with any, not only Corrupt, corrupted things or people, even thoughts about it, you know? But look, there are a lot of people who say there has... What did he just say there? Well, nothing. He said nothing. He gave a politician's answer. Why, why are you firing people for corruption? Is this our money? There's been a lot of corruption in this first year, and that it, that's why you are firing... First of all, you minister. have to know, all these cases, all, the, all these cases are not with the help... As not connected with the help of our partners. So it's not about the weapon of our partners or... Uh, he, he goes on. He, he's very hard to understand. So I'm going to explain essentially what he said. Not with the help of our partners. He's saying, well, yeah, I'm firing all these people for stealing all this money and all this corruption. But it's not your money. It's just Ukrainian money. That's 
what we're funding. And we can't even get an audit of where everything's going. God, yeah. All right, let's get to an email before we get to headlines. Hi, Jesse. Enjoyed your stories about the Pacific conflict in World War II. Netflix has an awesome series produced by Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks called The Pacific. Along the same lines of Band of Brothers. My husband and I loved it. Wanted to make sure you were aware. On another note, are you going to grow out your hair? You are very handsome, but I think you're, I, I, I think I like your hair better unbuzzed. <laughs> That's not very nice. That's one. Two, uh, it, Chris, it is on Netflix. It's on HBO. Now, yeah, it's on HBO, but it's currently playing on Netflix from what I understand. I don't know how all these online streaming things work. The Pacific is a, a series that has been out for years the Pacific is based on a book that I think you might like. Gosh, I am such a freaking nerd. I just took this great series and I recommended a book for you. One, the series really is good, although it's not for the kids, keep in mind. Uh, two, it's based on the book by E.B. Sledge. His name is Eugene Sledge. He fought on Peleliu and he fought on Okinawa. His book is called with the old breed with the old breed and if you send me an email i'm not going to remind you again download a podcast of the show on iart google spotify and itunes the book is called with the old breed that's what that series a lot of it that's what it was based on and now here's a headline but go you know the you know the thing headlines we didn't get to Senate passes formal dress code. Ah! August border encounters of more than 322,000 highest monthly total in U.S. history. The destruction is intentional, and this is why they are shifting their language to popular vote in democracy, because they're not going to stress about appealing to you. They're just going to replace you. D.C. surpasses 200 homicides for the year at the earliest point since 1997. Don't care. Stop voting for Democrat. Man who grappled with Republican Lee Zeldin during a gubernatorial campaign stop pleads guilty. Grappled with Republican Lee Zeldin? That's certainly an interesting way to put produced a stabbing weapon and tried to murder him. Prince Harry. Uh, I'm not going to talk about that. That's gross. Amid mass layoffs, BU Center for Anti-Racist Research accused of mismanagement of funds and disorganization. It's Boston University, in case you're wondering. And it's, it's this guy, Ibram Kendi X. Are you telling me one of these communist organizations ended up just taking all the money for themselves and they didn't actually do anything for anyone else with it? No, you don't say. California School District considers removing honors courses for the sake of equity. This is the death of everything we've talked about over and over and over again. As we slowly rot out and get dumber, so much of it will be unquantifiable. Everything's just going to kind of die. UAW reportedly lowers pay hike demand to 30% after Joe Biden joined the pickup line. I'd almost forgotten they were asking for something like a 40% pay increase, and now it's down to a 30% pay increase all while the Biden administration is taking their jobs away, there's not going to be an, a UAW very much longer because they keep voting for Democrats and Democrats are doing exactly what they promised them that would do. They would do, and that's wipe out their jobs. But hey, you voted for this. And remember, it's your job to email me. 
Send me an email. Tomorrow's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. We'll talk then. That's all. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.